You're listening to the Sharper Edge Ministries podcast. Our mission, to train church ministry leaders to more effectively guide people to a passionate relationship with Jesus Christ. And now your host, Peter Lopez. Hello, ministry leaders of Maranatha. I'm so glad to have you guys tuned in to another episode of the Sharper Edge Ministries. We are right now, just to put a timestamp on this podcast, we are pretty much here right at the very end of 2020. In fact, uh, see, we have today and tomorrow, two more days of 2020 that remain, and then we move right into the year 2021. We have been in an excellent point or stage of ministry right here for ourselves where the Lord is really doing a great work. Uh, We've seen that demonstrated in individual lives and also in what's taking place in our services. Just, you know, overall really thankful for that. We are now, as we transition to 2021, going to do something very unique that we have not attempted here at Maranatha. And and truthfully, every ministry I've been a part of, I don't think there's any one of them uh, that has ever attempted something like this. And what we are doing is we are going to teach through the primary characteristics of Jesus Christ in every single one of our classes. So we are basically going to start it as young as four and five-year-olds on Sunday, all the way up through the first and second grade, the third and fourth, the fifth and sixth, the teens, the 18 and 25s, the yaks, the families, the empty nesters, the senior adults, the men's class, the ladies class, the Spanish class, and I'm really hoping I didn't leave anybody out. It's always a risk when you try to mention all of them. But we are going to be teaching through the characteristics of Jesus Christ, and that is going to be a significant part of our follow theme and the training that our church ministry is going to be providing through the course of the year. Oh, about a month ago or so, maybe three weeks ago, I met with the various uh, teachers from within our ministry and took a little bit of time of walking them through what it's like to, to study out a text to develop the text and then to deliver a message. And I pretty much just laid out what I do in my study methods. Had a really great time with the teachers, really appreciated their willingness to sit in, to listen to that. In fact, that was recorded and I have a goal of making what I taught available on this podcast here in the next week or two. And so that way everybody has an opportunity to hear that I think it will sharpen everyone. But uh, for now, here is what I'd like to do. I actually have a special guest in with me here today, and uh, my special guest is Nathan, Nathan Crawley. So Nathan, why don't you say hello to the, the uh, men leaders of Maranatha. Hey guys, how's it going? That's uh, so, so is this your first time to be speaking on a podcast like this? It is. It's my very first time. That's right. Yeah, yeah. It, I wonder if sometimes when people listen to podcasts, they think it's like in some big grand place, and uh, instead of just you and me sitting here in my office at the corner of a desk. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little bit opposite, right, of what people usually think. Very humble. Very humble. Absolutely, yeah. But I'm, I'm super glad for Nathan to be here, and the reason why I invited him is because he was in the teaching, the, the training that we provided to all of our teachers. After the training, he received the list of 25 characteristics of Jesus Christ. He heard what the purpose is, how that list was developed. And then Nathan started digging into the scriptures in preparation. He is going to be teaching our auditorium life stage class uh, starting this coming Sunday, the first Sunday of January 2021. 
him and I have had a few opportunities to be able to talk about what he is developing and how he has approached the text. And so what I wanted to do is just kind of bring you guys in on a really brief conversation that Nathan and I have with the primary intent of encouraging and providing insight to all of the teachers within our ministry so that you're able to kind of hear a little bit of what he's developed. I like it, and I'll emphasize certain things as we go through it. So if you are a teacher, this is a very important one for you. And I'm going to encourage you to listen in on this because we, as we approach 2021, uh, these classes and the teaching we're providing for all children, teens, and adults is very significant. So, Nathan, again, thanks for being here for the podcast. I'll just kind of ask some quick questions. If there's anything you want to say in response to them, feel free to do so. Also, um, if you uh, don't have much to say, then feel free to say that too. Like You don't have to necessarily say something just because I ask. And... If you want to say something that I don't ask, feel free to do that. And there may be times where I'll just kind of, you know, jump in and, and make some comments with you. Does that sound like a plan for today? Sounds good, man. All right. So, hey, tell me, you sat in the teacher's meeting, right? So as you sit in the teacher's meeting and then you leave it, I know it was about three or four weeks ago now. What what was the sense that you personally had when you sat in that teacher's training meeting and then were preparing to to leave that meeting? How how did it feel to you? What was the sense you got? What What were you thinking at that time? You know, when I when I left that meeting, I actually left relieved, and um, I think the meeting just clarified for me the simplicity of developing um, a lesson outline or or a message or a Sunday school lesson or anything of that type. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I just remember thinking that in times past I had tried too hard, um, and that I had realized, you know, as you had taught us that Saturday, that the Scripture speaks for itself. And so when I left that meeting, I actually felt relieved. Hmm, that's good. That's really good. Mm-hmm. And empowered, you, you think that's why you had a little bit of more empower information or something like that, that, that provided something? or? Yeah, absolutely. I did feel empowered <coughs> on, for a number of levels. One of the things that you said um, was that not to put a biblical truth into the box of life experience mm. and allowing the Holy Spirit to do His work and relying more on the Holy Spirit than relying on our own intellect or our own life experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's good. I, I was so glad that that you received it as well as you did, and from all the teachers that I heard responses for were the same thing. I really, really enjoyed that. Okay, so that's how you feel when the meeting when the meeting is done. <clears throat> you know that you're gonna January first Sunday in January coming up now. Uh, you're going to start teaching, and characteristic number one is about uh, what was characteristic number one. Well, well, for me, I, I don't know about everybody else or if it, you know, went into some consecutive order. Uh, but for me, uh, the Holy Spirit impressed upon me that I had to allow the text to confront me first. Mm-hmm. And I think that was one of the biggest things for me on an individual level as a life stage leader. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it was no longer that I had this, this biblical truth that I was going to give to everyone else. It was more of... I have to face this passage of Scripture in my own life. Mm-hmm. And not until I face that and deal with that in a practical way was I able to stand up and to teach that to someone else. Mm, that's good. So the first the first lesson that's being prepared is all about how Jesus was saturated with Scripture, right? Right. That's the first one. Okay, so you now know that this has to impact you personally based on what you've said. How did you, where did you start? 
So like you knew that lesson one was Jesus was saturated in scripture. Mm -hmm. What was the first thing you did to start studying that out and developing? Well, I went straight to my concordance and I went straight to the word scripture or any derivative of that, which there wasn't very many. Um, if you stayed within the context of that word. Mm -hmm. um, and then once I started looking down the list of those, I noticed that there was another phrase that went along with those. So I noticed a pattern. Mm -hmm. And so it was that pattern was so the scriptures may be fulfilled. Mm -hmm. And I noticed that v a lot. Okay. And I knew that I couldn't teach all of that in, in one lesson. So I thought, how could I narrow that down? So I started looking at the different books in the New Testament that had the highest number of those listing comprehensively, mm -hmm. which focused in on the book of John. So I thought, okay, now I have the book of John that has the most comprehensive list of the scriptures being fulfilled mm. in the life of Christ. And so that's where I began. Okay, so you used a concordance, right, like a book, a concordance book right. to do that. Uh, ministry leaders, uh, teachers, you can use a, a, a concordance book. You can pick those up at bookstores and things online. Uh, Strong's Concordance, is that what you use? That's yep. one of the more common ones. Mm -hmm. a very, very thick book, very big book. Uh, you can also use um, different apps that are available to you on your computer, uh, on your tablet and things, your phones, things like that. So, that, okay, so you get a concordance. You look up, I'm just going to make sure I'm following this. You look up the word scriptures because that's the main topic you're looking at. Mm -hmm. As you start looking through it, you notice a pattern that it often appears with scriptures might be fulfilled. So then that specific phrase starts to stand out because that's a pattern. Mm -hmm. You begin to zero in that the most times that appears is in the Gospel of John. Mm -hmm. All right, so then what do you do from there? Now you've identified the Gospel of John as a, a like a, a hub of this phrase. So how, how did you, where did you go from there? So going back to your teaching on that Saturday, um, you mentioned that, you know, sometimes in developing a lesson, you would, you would read maybe a chapter before, a chapter after the mm -hmm. particular passage that you're studying. And that was better than nothing, but it didn't give a complete biblical thought. Mm -hmm. And so I just remember remembered as I studied that I want to present a complete biblical thought from Genesis to Revelation. You know, what does the Bible say about the scriptures being fulfilled in the life of Christ? And so I knew that there were, you know, 300 different, you know, prophecies uh, that are mentioned in mm -hmm. the Old Testament. But as soon as Jesus Christ is born in Bethlehem in the New Testament, you see him begin to live out the scriptures. Mm -hmm. And so from Genesis to Revelation, you see a biblical principle that Jesus Christ came to live out the scriptures or to fulfill the scriptures. Ah, so what you're saying there is that the phrase that the scripture might be fulfilled led you down the track that Jesus Christ's saturation with scriptures is the equivalency the same as him living out the scriptures in every single way. Absolutely. See, I, I love that. And 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 I want you guys, uh, teachers, life teachers, like pay close attention to that because there is the very common passage of Jesus Christ being tempted by Satan, which I'm sure you came across that passage. And Jesus says, it is written and, you know, thou shalt not. And he says things about that. And most often we'll go to that text and we'll just talk about how Jesus you knew the scriptures and would quote scriptures and that that helped him. You actually went multi-levels deeper and you are talking about how Jesus Christ in his essence lived out the scriptures 
in every single thing he did. He was so saturated, he lived it out. Yeah, and not only just in the good times. I think the things that that really spoke to me, for instance, that like this week we're going to be talking about how he lived out the scriptures in the moment that he's being betrayed, mm, and specifically mm. with Judas Iscariot. Mm. So a lot of times it's easy for us to live out the scriptures when things are going well, but how do we behave, how do we live out the scriptures when we're actually being betrayed? Yes. And so Jesus Christ never once said anything to him. In fact, he girded himself mm. and washed his feet. Mm. And not only that, he went a step further and he broke bread with him. Mm. And so he lived out the scriptures, he said, because all the scriptures are fulfilled in this one that you love the brethren. Mm. And mm. so he just didn't teach it and didn't live it out just in the good times, but when he was being betrayed, when he was being falsely judged, when he was crucified, he even said, Father, forgive them, mm. for they know not what they do. And so what I'd like to do essentially in maybe two, maybe three weeks, is just point out those times where Jesus Christ, even though these circumstances were just unreal, he still was so saturated with Scripture that he was able to live out even though he was in those times. Mm. I, I love it, Dave. I really love the development. I truly do. Because you refuse to just give the, the shallow Jesus knew the scriptures and spoke them to help him out of a temptation. And you studied the life of Christ. You studied the multiple uses of this phrase. And you, based on the research, discovered a pattern that the pattern revealed that the scripture in relationship to Christ was often connected with the word fulfilled, which immediately led your mind down the track that Jesus Christ is not just someone that quoted scripture, he lived scripture. You went deeper into the life of Jesus Christ and now, here you are getting ready to, to teach us. So let me ask you based on that. Okay, so you're discovering this. You're, you're coming all, all this is coming to pass. Did you ever have the idea of, okay, I don't think I can do this in one lesson? <laughs> like, did you, did you ever have that thought like, oh, no, I don't know if this is possible? You know, I, I really did. And I really just tried to allow the scriptures tell me what needed to be done. Mm -hmm. And again, you, you, you said several things on that Saturday. Um, that really just, you know, kind of focused my mind and heart on let the scriptures speak. Mm, let mm. the scriptures do what the scriptures wants, want to do. And so that's what I've, I've tried to do. But practically, I will say this, as I'm, as I'm learning this and I'm studying the life of Christ and I see him living out the scriptures, it impacted me on an individual level because I'm like, okay, how am I practically living it out? Mm. Like, am I truly living out the scriptures in my life? Hmm. You know? Yeah. And so I'm going to go into some of that um, in, in the Sunday School I, lesson. I love so. it, though, man. I love it. I know where this is going. So, so then the focus of your lesson is going to be saturation of the scripture is the living out of the scripture in every way, in, in every circumstance, in every situation, that that is going to be the ultimate focus of your lesson. Is that correct? That is correct. That is fantastic. I love, I love hearing that. So, all right, so it's impacted you personally. How are you going to, are you going to teach us all in one lesson? Are you going to do this in two? How have you, have you kind of nailed that down or is that still something you're working it, through? It's really still up in the air. It mm -hmm. just kind of depends on, on where we go after the first Sunday. Mm -hmm. Um, and if, if I feel like, you know, the Lord wants us to go a second week, mm -hmm. then I will. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to try to force anything. Mm -hmm. 
Because in the beginning, I'll be honest with you, I tried to force. I had this biblical thought, right? I had this principle, this truth, and I was trying to force it into this box and it just wasn't working. Mm -hmm. And then when I just kind of backed up and I was like, okay, you know, I'm going to have to regroup, look at this again, um, is when it all started, started coming out. So love it. I absolutely do. All right. So life stage leaders, let me kind of give you some summary thoughts based on what you've heard because it's outstanding. Uh, first of all, I, I believe that the understanding of how to study the scriptures is often very limited for us. Like, how do you even study the scriptures? How do you approach it? How do you let it speak for itself? And I think that that's one area that there is just a general misunderstanding, period, um, across. And I'm not even talking just church members. I'm talking pastors, (laughs) assistant pastors, staff, missionaries. I think this is a significant area. And I want you to catch what Nathan's doing here, because I would love every ministry leader to understand this. He took a topic and he searched the multiple uses of that topic throughout the Bible. He looked over them. He looked over each use. He discovered that there was a specific pattern. Nobody told him that that pattern was there. That's just him looking over the multiple uses. And after he does so, realizing that the word fulfilled is often mentioned in connection with the word scripture. So immediately that begins to form a very specific identity. There is a connection between the two. That zeroed him in, that most of the uses were in the Gospel of John. And next thing you know, the scripture is communicating itself to Nathan. And I want you to see that. The scripture communicated itself to Nathan. So when he gets up, he's not communicating what he believes about the scripture. He is communicating what God has communicated to him through his own words. That's going to take his lesson to an entirely different level. And I want you life stage leaders just to understand the approach, to hear someone who's done it, to see exactly what that is looking like and how that's going to be developed. Nathan, I love it. And the reason I wanted you on this podcast for a few minutes is I wanted people to hear how it comes about to you, how you approach the scriptures. Thank you so very much. Any Before we close here, any closing statements, words of encouragement to any of the life stage leaders as they're preparing their lessons and will continue to do so all year? I would say just go forward. Mm-hmm. Just don't just just trust in God and just go forward. Yeah. If you have any questions, if you have any hiccups, ask, get it settled, and move forward. Yeah. But just continue on. Yeah. Absolutely. God's able. That's what we're gonna do. That's exactly what we're gonna do. So, all right. This is the Sharper Edge Ministries podcast. This goes out to every single ministry leader, and I understand not every ministry leader is a teacher. But every ministry leader needs to be better empowered or equipped to study the scriptures. For that purpose, I will be putting out a podcast episode coming up soon about how to study the scriptures and what I taught to the teachers. But specifically, you teachers, this coming Sunday is huge for our ministry. You begin to train those within our ministry and what it means to follow Christ. And the only way you can do that is let the scriptures speak for themselves. Unleash them. Let them go. Don't confine them to your experience or your knowledge. Let the scriptures change you 
and then the scriptures will change others. So thank you so much for listening to this Sharper Edge Ministries podcast, and our next release will hopefully be within the next several days, and we'll be focused on revealing to you that particular lesson that I taught on how to study the scriptures and then develop a lesson outline. So until then, thanks guys for listening. Let's have a great year of learning what it means to follow Jesus by studying his words. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Sharper Edge Ministries podcast. Today's episode empowers us to impact lives for all eternity. Together, we are making a difference for Jesus Christ. 